0: Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for taking a few moments to be with us as we take a look at the book. I recently did this series on Jerusalem, Past present, and prophetic. Now we're going to take just a moment to give you a sample of this study. It's a five-part, five-hour audio series that is available on CD, and I'll tell you how you can get your copy of the CD in just a moment. But if you will, would you stop now and listen to this particular portion of the study, Jerusalem, Past, Present, and Prophetic. Revelation chapter 13. Verse 1, and I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea. Now, this has to be read in parallel with Daniel chapter 7, because in Daniel chapter 7, we see the four beasts rise up out of the sea. The sea, as depicted in Daniel chapter 7, and please, I'm taking a shortcut, forgive me, has to be, listen, has to be the Gentile world, because as those four beasts rise up, a lion with wings, a gold-winged lion, symbol for Babylon, the Babylonian empire, comes up out of the sea. That's the first of the great Gentile world powers. And then it talks of bear with three ribs in his mouth laying on his left side. That is the Medo-Persian empire. The three ribs would be uh, the Babylonian empire, the Medes, and the Persians, thus the three ribs on his side. And then you see that leopard with four wings and four heads. The leopard, it's not the fastest animal on earth. The cheetah is, but you put four wings on a leopard, it is going to be faster than any other four-footed animal on the face of the earth. And the Grecian Empire came to power faster than any Gentile world power. That's the third Gentile world power. And then in chapter 7 of Daniel it talks about that awesome beast with exceedingly strong teeth that devours everything, having ten horns. That would be the Roman Empire, the ten horns, according to Gabriel, the revived Roman Empire. And so we see that the Gentile world powers come up out of the sea, symbolic of the Gentile world. We're reading here about the Antichrist. He comes out of the Gentile world. He is not a Jew. The Antichrist is a Gentile. Well, why would the Jews accept him as their Messiah? 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 8-12. to 12. Those who rejected the love of the truth, that they might be saved, what? God shall send a strong delusion so that they shall believe the lie of the Antichrist. Every Jew that turns to Christ accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Every Jew that rejects Jesus Christ follows the Antichrist, and they believe the lie that this Gentile is the Messiah. And so it is, he comes up out of the sea. And it says here in verse 1 of chapter 13, he has seven heads and ten horns. We'll define that in just a moment. Look at verse 2. And the beast which I saw was like a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. By the way, did you hear what I just read? I just told you Daniel chapter 7. It's in reverse order, but remember, Daniel was in history past looking to the future. John the Revelator is in history future looking to the past. So you reverse the order that these come, and that's exactly what's been done here. Now notice this, and the dragon, chapter 12. See, Revelation is apocalyptic literature. That means that God will use a symbol in literature in the book of Revelation to explain or communicate an absolute truth. Go back to chapter 12 and verse A nine, just a moment. Chapter 12, verse nine. It talks about the dragon. Let's see who the dragon is. Verse nine. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan. So in Revelation, when you read about the dragon, you're talking about Satan himself. Now back to chapter 13 and and verse two. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. Satan is going to energize a human body on the earth to be the Antichrist. It will be a male human body. That individual does not know who he is, that he will be the Antichrist. All I can tell you about him, and Judy and I have an idea. You see, Judy and I, we travel all the time, 24-7. We don't have time to uh, have any hobbies, so our only hobby is trying to discern who the Antichrist is. <laughs> and I'm serious. We have talked with some key people. I talked with the man I think is the Antichrist. I talked with his physician, who was his physician for 25 years. And we had a conversation way into the hours of the morning, about 3 o'clock in the morning before we shut up. I had spoken at his church earlier. He had us to stay at his home. We had a great conversation. Now, I, I, I believe and the Bible here in chapter 13 gives the idea of the number of the Antichrist. Uh, There's a formula you can put together that is very interesting as it lays out who uh, some of us have considered to be the Antichrist. The number for the Antichrist is 666, according to chapter 13, verse 18. If you take, and sometime later do this, but if you take and write the alphabet, A to Z, write it vertically, not horizontally, A to Z on a piece of paper, and then beside A, put the number 6, and go up in increments of 6. A would be 6, B would be 12, C would be 18, on up to 156, which is Z. And then if you take out 9 letters out of the alphabet and add up their corresponding numbers, you will come to 666. 666. Those, num- those letters that I would suggest you take out are K I S S I N G E R. You know what I think? That means absolutely nothing. <laughs> but you should have seen you. Ah, he's <laughs> I saw a couple of the preachers here. Let's get up and go out. This guy's an idiot. (laughs) I grabbed you by the brain and pulled you right up here, man. (laughs) Love it when a plan comes together. Let me give you another one. R-O-N-A-L-D. W-I-L-S-O-N. R-E-A-G-A-N. Ronald Wilson Reagan. 666. Don't think that means anything either. (laughs) Now look, I do have an idea as to who the Antichrist is. I am not going to tell you. Don't ask me. It doesn't matter. And by the way, I said Judy and I, don't ask Judy either. Because if she tells you, I'm going to have to kill her. So don't (laughs) ask Judy. (laughs) Really, it doesn't matter who I think. What it is is, Satan will energize a man. He's going to be wounded. Look at the next verse, verse 3. And I saw one of his heads. Notice that next phrase in Revelation, as it were. That phrase is used 52 times in the book of Revelation as it is describing events that will unfold. What that phrase means, as it were, means it seems to be, but not really is. Sorry, Left Behind series. Antichrist does not die. He's wounded to the death, as it were, seems to be, but not really is, and Satan heals him. Did you hear that? Satan has the capability of healing. He does not have the capability of resurrecting from the dead. There's only one that has that capability, and that's God the Father. Satan is the power of death, but he can heal and perform miracles. How do I know? Jesus said it. That's all I know. And I believe it. It settles it for me. The Antichrist. You know what he's going to do in the first three and a half years of the tribulation period? He's going to move to a city and establish a false church, false religion. Go over to chapter 17 of the book of Revelation. Chapter 17. We're going to look quickly at chapters 17 and 18 because chapters 17 and 18 are the first two major cities in this world that the Antichrist will use in his dictatorship of all the world and his control of humankind during this seven-year tribulation period. Look here just a moment, please, if you will. The rapture, the next main event, there's a seven-year period of time. In the first three and a half years is chapter 17 of the book of Revelation. In the last three and a half years is chapter 18 of the book of Revelation. I'm not going to give a detailed study of these two chapters, but quickly just to introduce to you and hope to whet your appetite to study on your own. Thank you very much for joining us for a look at the book, Jerusalem, Past, Present, and prophetic. Jerusalem is the center of the earth. Jerusalem is the city that God has chosen to dwell among his people forever. Jerusalem is the location where you and I will rule and reign with Jesus Christ throughout eternity future. You need to study about Jerusalem, past, present, and prophetic. If you'd like to get your copy of this five-part, five-hour audio series on CD, you can call our toll-free number. It's 8 Prophecy 8. That's translated into 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com. Either go to our website or call us right now and order your copy of the five-part, five-hour audio series on CD entitled, Jerusalem, Past, Present, and Prophetic. I have to warn you, if you get this series on study Bible prophecy, you'll be aware of the fact that Jesus Christ could come at any moment, in fact, even today. And having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until...